Listener Production. Wall Street slides as US Treasury yields dent mega caps after retail sales data. And another negative start expected for the Australian share market ahead of T jobs data. I'm Ryan. I'm Craig. It's Thursday, January the 18th, 2024. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Craig, a continuation of the pressure on the US share markets with those rising bond yields at the moment. Yeah, bond yields up, or 10-year yields up four basis points, two-year yields up 14 basis points. So bond yields continue to, to rise and stock prices continue to fall. The Dow Jones down around about a half of 1%. The broader market down uh, 1%, the Standard Poor's 500, and the Nasdaq down by 1.2%. And it's a sea of red. The worthwhile pointing out, it's not just in terms of US markets, it's Europe, it's Asia yesterday as well. What we did see overnight was a lift in US Treasury yields after we saw stronger than expected retail spending data out of the United States. In fact, we saw US retail sales lift by 0.6% in December. That was the strongest pace in three months. Of course, what we did see there, Craig, was continued purchases of motor vehicles and retailers offering discounts during the month despite the end of those Black Friday sales at the end of November. And of course, the strong labour market in the United States is continuing to support spending and keeping a much feared recession at bay. Don't want to see um, the US economy disappointing, but then again, if the US economy does outperform yesterday, then we fear that that leads to to higher inflation. So 0.6%, as you point out, 0.4% was the the forecast and excluding uh, food and energy, uh, again, above expectations at 0.4%. But um, I suppose if you look at the, the rest of the data, U.S. industrial production was only up a smidgen yesterday in the latest month, one-tenth to one percent, looking for a flat outcome. And we also had the sentiment index from the National Association of House Builders. Uh, it was up. It was up from 37 to, to 44. The expectation had been yesterday reading around about 39. So at a time when good economic Economic news is not seen as amazing from a policy perspective. A solid reading on retail spending fuel concerns about Wall Street's bold, dovish bids. So we have seen the continuation of repricing around interest rate cut expectations, particularly mm. for March. Federal Reserve swaps now show the probability of easing as soon as March, dropping to around 50% compared with 80% on Friday. But getting back to Wall Street, of course, we saw mega cap shares under pressure. So with those rising bond yields, we did see certainly companies like Apple and Alphabet under pressure. They're down about 1%. NVIDIA, the chipmaker, has slid 1.3%, and Tesla was down 3.2% after the electric vehicle maker slashed the prices of its Model Y cars in Germany. And we had some earnings last night. Charles Schwab has dipped about 1.5% after its fourth quarter profit fell 47%. And we have seen Walgreen, Boots Alliance and Caterpillar both lose more than 3%. They've weighed on the Dow Jones Index. The rate-centred real estate sector has come under pressure from rising bond yields, with Boston Properties and Health Peak Properties both down about 5%, leading losses on the S&P 500 Index. So with less than two hours left of trade now, the Dow Jones is down by 180 points or 0.5%. The S&P 500 Index is now down 0.9%. And the NASDAQ is the biggest faller, down by 173 points or 1.2%. So those declines were also quite similar in Europe overnight, Craig. Uh, yes, the UK market down one and a half percent, German market down eight tenths of one percent, and the Europe more generally down one point one percent. Miners out of favour, oil and gas out of favour in in the current environment. Um, 
It, the uh, UK inflation figures certainly didn't cheer people up. Yes, it was a little bit above yes expectation. Uh, so rising from 3.9% to, to 4%, uh, they were looking for a reading of 3.8%. And the core reading, uh, again, yes, above forecast, a 5.1% uh, annual rate. Uh, 4.9% was the forecast. It's worth pointing out that consumer prices in Britain sped up for the first time in 10 months in December. So that's dented market expectations for an early Bank of England rate cut, a sharp rise in tobacco duty and a bigger impact from seasonal airfare increases contributed to the lift in inflation in the United Kingdom. And the UK FTSE 100 index, as Craig mentioned, down 1.5%. It's hit a seven-week low and it's a, it was its worst performance in terms of daily performance since August 2023. We also heard from European Central Bank President Christine Lagarde. Of course, everyone's congregating in Davos at the moment Mm. at the World Economic Forum. And she said the central bank was on track to get inflation back to its 2% target, but victory had not yet been won. So at the same time, we're seeing certainly a lot of focus at the moment on pushback from central bankers around the aggressive rate cut expectations of markets. And Dutch Central Bank Chief Class not said market players were getting ahead of themselves in pricing monetary easing. So, as Craig mentioned, we did see real real estate, that rate sensitive sector, the top sector laggard, down about two point nine percent, and the miners came under pressure overnight, down about two percent, bogged down by weak copper and gold prices after Chinese economic growth data disappointed yesterday. Yeah, in terms of Chinese uh, figures, five point two percent annual rate of economic growth in in China. Um, they were looking for 5.3%. Doesn't seem much, does it? But yes, the disappointment there. Retail sales are up 7.4% in the latest month compared with a year ago. The expectation was for a rise closer to, to 8%. But um, production figures actually were better than expected in China. 6.8% annual rate in December, looking for 6.6%. And that weak economic data outcome weighed on commodity markets overnight. We've seen the Gold futures price down by 1.2% to 2,006.50 US dollars an ounce. Iron ore futures fell 0.7% to 135.79 US dollars a ton. We continue to see iron ore under pressure. It's down for an eighth session in 10 after data showed China's steel output slumped last month and the latest sign that demand is declining. Crude steel output in December sank 15% year on year and annual production remained unchanged from 2022. And Chinese home prices fell by the most in nine years in December, amid increasing pessimism towards the property sector, a major source of steel demand. So iron ore miners in Australia today will be under some pressure, as will gold miners. And of course, oil overnight has been a little bit mixed. It's been a choppy session, Mm. Craig. We've got the NYMEX currently up 0.1% to 72.47 US dollars a barrel. It was down significantly, at least 1% at one stage, and the Brent price is down 0.6% to 77.81 US dollars a barrel at the moment. Yeah, Chinese data disappointing. That's certainly yes, weighing on oil prices and, and a higher U- US dollar it makes it more expensive for, for buyers in Europe and Asia uh, to buy it when the, the greenback is, is rising. But uh, it is interesting at a time when, yes, you've got... U.S. launching fresh strikes against UT rebels, um, continued instability in the Middle East and particularly in terms of shipping in, in the Red Sea. And uh, the oil prices, you know, sort of holding up relatively well. Yes, OPEC has forecast that global oil demand will continue to increase strongly in 2025. That provided some support for the oil price. And of course, as I mentioned yesterday, we've got those freezing temperatures in the United States curbing refinery operations in Texas. And we have seen also North Dakota 
We've seen as much as 700,000 barrels a day offline on the back of that. So that's certainly providing some support. Now, the SPY futures in Australia pointing down by 38 points or 0.5%. So another negative day is expected in Australia today. We've got the all-important jobs numbers today, Craig. Yeah, jobs um, uh, in the month of December are expected to rise, or certainly the Commonwealth Bank Group economists expect that we'll see a 20,000 rise in jobs and the unemployment rate unchanged at 3.9%. Participation rate just unchanged as well. Uh, The US later tonight will see data on housing starts and building permits. The Philly Fed index is out and the weekly reading of um, jobless claims will also be out. In terms of company news in Australia today, Ampol, BHP and Yankol Australia all release production updates. So BHP, of course, will be a big focus, particularly iron ore and copper. What we have seen is the Aussie dollar ease from 65.71 US cents to 65.25 US cents, currently trading at 65.4 US cents, continuing to be under pressure from a dialing back of our rate cut expectations in the United States, stronger than expected economic data in the United States, and of course, weakness in China. Yeah, perhaps tomorrow we'll come out with a more positive um, update or more positive podcast, but there's uh, plenty for our investors to dissect as the, the day goes through. Quick shout out to my daughter, Alice. Happy 14th birthday. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.